the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Assurance. When you die, do you have assurance that heaven will be your home? Welcome to Canyon Ridge Radio with Pastor Chris Chadwick, a ministry of Canyon Ridge Baptist Church in San Diego. You'll hear verse-by-verse preaching that will help you know and love Jesus in a personal and practical way. Open your Bibles to Romans chapter 8 and listen in to this message in progress as we learn from the Bible how to have assurance. Verse number 19. This is why we're, we're, we're not engaged in, in scandalous, self-gratifying sexual behavior. This is why. Here it is, verse number 19. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you? He's in you, believer. He's in you. He's not outside of you. He's not a temporary resident. No, he is in you, which you have of God. He is a gift from God to you. You are not your own. You are bought with a price. Because you're bought with a price, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. There's this idea today that is being promoted like mad, and it's a satanic idea that my body is my own and I can do what I want to with it. Not if you're a believer. You are not your own. You don't have the freedom to do anything that you simply desire. We have the responsibility to follow God's plan and the joy and the freedom to follow God's plan with our lives. You are not your own. You are bought with a price. What's the price? The high price of the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. When he was on the cross that we sang about earlier, he was paying the price for your sin debt. And the Bible actually calls you a person purchased possession of God. You're bought with a price. God loves you so much that he purchased you with the death of Jesus Christ and his blood washes away all of your sin if you'll put your faith in him. And when you do, the Holy Spirit of God lives inside of you and so you're not your own to do whatever it is that you wanna do. We are the property and the possession, and I might add this, the joyful possession of the Holy Spirit of God. The Spirit of God lives inside you, and the Spirit of God leads you. John chapter 14, verse number 26 and 27. But the Comforter, who is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I've said unto you. Understand this, that the ministry of the Holy Spirit is one of the great ministers, and the primary ministry of the Holy Spirit is to remind you of what Jesus said. The primary ministry of the Holy Spirit is to help you walk in holiness. Let me say that again. The primary ministry of the Holy Spirit is to help you walk in holiness. And second to that, or close tied to that, would be to comfort you. Verse number 27, peace I live with you, my peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. And he says here, The Holy Spirit intercedes for us and he that searcheth the hearts, God searches the hearts of the person. 
The Holy Spirit knows, and God knows uh, the, the, uh, he that searcheth the hearts. God searches the heart and knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit. God knows what's going on within the mind of the Holy Spirit. This is a, a really powerful and, and, and amazing text because it is, it is conveying an idea of communication within the Trinity that in truth, as best as anyone is capable of doing, we are incomplete in our understanding of it. But we know this, that the spirit communicates to the father and the father understands the mind of the spirit. And the spirit is in this text, helping us to see this, the the Holy Spirit of God is interceding for you on your behalf. That's why you're being led, you're to be led by the spirit, but you're only led by the spirit if you're obedient to the promptings of the spirit of God. One of the struggles that we face in America today is a unhealthy addiction to screens and devices that often, don't raise your hand, but I would argue that probably the majority of people 35 and under spend 12 to 15 hours a day on a screen. Always on our phone, always listening to something, always doing something. And here's the problem with it. I, don't, there's, I, I can't argue that it's inherently sinful that you do that, okay? I can't argue that. What I can submit to you is it drowns out the Holy Spirit of God. How many of you have ever been, let, let's illustrate it, or let's, let's apply it this way. How many of you have ever been under deep conviction of God or conviction of God, and it's not yet deep, and you don't let it have its perfect working in your life? What you do is turn something on and distract your mind from what's going on. And if truth be told, that's where many of us live our lives. The spirit is speaking to us, he's leading us, he's guiding us, he's aiding us, he's helping us, he's encouraging us, he's he's leading us where we need to go. And then out of nowhere, we turn something on and we are quickly and suddenly distracted. And so we're not being led by the spirit. There's many of you today who the Spirit's told you to do something and you went and got counsel above what the Spirit of God told you to do. And because you went and got counsel, you never were led by the Spirit. And so the scripture is super clear here, verse number 27, he that searcheth the hearts, the Spirit of God is, and God the Father are searching the hearts to help us because they want to guide us in the way they desire us to go. I would encourage you to set an aggregate amount of time every day where you turn everything off and you turn everyone off. 
Even in church today, we, we, we've got a, a church full of people that have, that have Apple watches or whatever a smartwatch is. And while I'm preaching, you're constantly getting texts in your phone. You're constantly getting texts. And I'm sensitive to the guy that's, that has duty and he has to work. And he, 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 this is a substitute for him staying at the shop all day long. And I'm super thankful for that. But as a general rule, we're just getting updates all the time, all the time. I went through this week after a conversation with Bernie Lund this week. And Bernie's like, man, I unsubscribe from every email. I've been unsubscribing from every Everything but Canyon Ridge and Debbie. I unsubscribed from Bernie. And blocked him. I'm like, I'm not, like, sorry, Bern. But we, we get notifications. We get notifications about stuff that doesn't matter. We get notifications about like, like, oh, such and such company is having a sale on such and such stuff that you don't need and on such and such stuff that you can't afford. Now sit there in your own lust and be happy. Oh, if you can't afford it, you can buy it on credit. And where we were going in a direction with Jesus, now we're going in a direction on like, oh, now I just got to get a popcorn popper because my life will be better. Let's search at the heart. I got to finish. Look at verse number 27 again. He that searcheth the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the spirit because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. So Paul starts this off, verse 26. And we, we see this, it's so powerful. That the spirit of God, the Holy Spirit is praying for you. And then, verse 27, he that searches the hearts, we see that we're being led by the Spirit. By the way, I'm going to stop and say this. We've got plenty of time, like six minutes, um, which means I'm probably going to go over. Um, we're being led by the Spirit. If you're walking with Jesus, God wants you closer to him today than you were yesterday. And the Spirit of God constantly leads you into a place of closer walk with Him. Some of you remember that old song we used to sing. It was kind of like a Christian honky-tonk song. Just a closer walk with Thee. Grant it, Jesus is my plea. Daily walking close to Thee. Just a closer walk with Thee. We don't sing it because it's weird. But the truth is there. We need to have a closer walk with Jesus every day. Some of you, 30 years ago, you were, that was the, your high point of closeness with Jesus. That's not where the Spirit of God is leading you to. He's leading you to a closer walk with Jesus today. And if you're not closer with Jesus today than you were at some time in your past, he is prompting you and leading you and guiding you to come to that place. So he starts off with the Holy Spirit is praying for you. And then the Holy Spirit is leading you. And then he ends it. I, I, I thought of really other fun ways to give this point. But he, he, he sandwiches this whole final idea in this paragraph with the Spirit is praying for us. He searcheth the heart and knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit. Because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. God searches the heart. God knows the mind of the Spirit. And the Spirit is praying for us within the framework of the will of God. Because he knows the will of God and he is praying for us within the framework of that will. Now, you and I might be super weak and not know the will of God, though I'll talk about that in a second. We might not know the will of God, but be comforted, believer. The spirit of God is praying for you. Well, I just don't know what to do. Be assured, the Spirit of God is praying for you. 
well, well, Pastor, how then do I live that out? Follow the prompting of the Spirit of God in your life and be obedient to the Word of God. Because the will of God never violates the Word of God. And the Word of God is the declared will of God for the believers. Now, there's some nuances there, no doubt about it. But make no mistake, the Spirit of God is praying for you. Well, my marriage stinks. Where's the prayer? He's praying for you. I promise. On the authority of his word. Well, I'm not getting what I want. Well, James chapter four gives us some insight where the scripture says from whence, he's talking to churches in general, from whence comes wars and fighting among you, fightings among you. Come they not hence or don't they come because of this? Even of your lust, that war in your members or the lust that's in your own body. If you like what you've heard so far, check out KenyonRidgeRadio.com. You can see videos and listen to hundreds of Bible messages that will help you in your walk with the Lord. You can also send a message to me and Pastor Chadwick. Check us out at KenyonRidgeRadio.com. Now, back to the message in progress. Don't, don't, isn't there war and fighting? He's talking about in churches and in life and in business and at, at home, at school. Don't these wars and fightings come literally because you have lust in your members? You want something that you think you deserve. You don't have something that you think you need to have. Somebody said something to you that made you feel sad and you're just gonna get ticked off with the whole world. I mean, I, that, that's when Debbie gets mad at me is when she's really sinful. That's when I get mad at her is when I, I want something that I don't care what anybody else thinks. When's come wars and fightings among you? Come hence of your lust that warn your members. He goes on to say in verse number two, you lust and you have not. You lust all day long. You're never going to get what you want by lusting. You lust, you have not. You kill. You even go to the point of, uh, now he's being extreme here to prove a point. You kill because you think that will be the answer, but it's not the answer. And desire to have and you cannot obtain. You fight and you war. Yet you have not because you ask not. And you ask and receive not. Because you ask amiss that you may consume it upon your lust. He goes on to say, brethren, these things ought not so to be. You ask and receive not because you ask amiss. Oh, Lord, help my wife to look like she did when we first got married. Lord, When my husband and I first got married, he could pick me up across the threshold. Now he just picks his belly up and barely gets across the threshold. Sometimes it's just to consume it to our lust. You ask and receive not. Here's here's what I want us to understand. We can pray selfishly. But the Spirit prays 
perfectly. I mentioned my mom and dad, how amazing it is to have parents who pray for you. I've heard some of the prayers my parents prayed and I wasn't quite sure that that was the will of God for my life. Just being super candid with you. They had the right heart. I, I, I know that. But I'm not sure that they always got the will of God right. But can I tell you who never gets the will of God wrong? The Holy Spirit. And he's praying for me. Well, when's he pray for me, pastor? He's praying for you right now. He's going to pray for you tonight. He's going to pray for you tomorrow. Look at verse number 27. He maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Well, I just wish I knew what the will of God is. Well, Zane talked a little bit about this on Friday, on Sunday night, last Sunday night. If you miss our Sunday night Bible study, boy, you really miss it. It's awesome. Learn so much. And Zane was preaching out of 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 last Sunday night. And he preached a verse number, really that whole text, 1 to 8. But he, verse number 3, the Bible says, this is the will of God, even your sanctification, that you abstain from fornication. Hey, it's God's will that you don't have sex outside of marriage. And it's God's will that you don't view porn. Well, God's given me a pass. No, God hasn't, never has, never will, because it violate his word. That's the will of God. There's other things that are within the will of God. I think the Holy Spirit was praying for me and Debbie to come to San Diego and God to prompt our hearts and to lead him to that and to prompt us when we were ready to come to San Diego and start Canyon Ridge Baptist Church. I think there might be some people in the room that, that God is, God is going to be prompting you into full-time vocational ministry. The Holy Spirit of God is, is praying for that. God's praying for some of you to share the gospel with your neighbor. That's within the framework of the will of God. God may be prompting some of you to love your spouse like you're supposed to love your spouse. I I guarantee you this, God's prompting every one of you to be more faithful to the house of God and to love the church of God like you're supposed to and to have have a firm affection and an undying passion to learn the things about God through the church of God, which is the pillar and ground of truth that he purchased with his own blood. There's no doubt about that. That's within the will of God. I guarantee you the spirit of God is praying for that. God wants you in a Bible-preaching, Bible-teaching church. Hebrews 10, 25, Zane prayed about it at the start of the service, not forsaking the assembling of yourselves together as the manner of some is. It means God's will that you don't miss church. Not forsaking the assembling of yourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another or building up one another or encouraging one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. I'm supposed to exhort you to live a godly life because we're going to stand before the Lord. Second Corinthians chapter five, verse number 10 says, knowing the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. Sometimes people say, pastor, you're really passionate and, and you really say some tough things when you preach. Yeah, we're going to stand before the Lord. That's why don't live together, get married. Then don't live apart. You, you should have got the humor of that statement. That's the, that's the will of God for your life. I can say some things emphatically. I, I can say without a doubt that, that God wants you to be gracious and kind and loving and peaceful and live in joy. I know that without a doubt because those are the fruits of the spirit of God who lives inside of you. There's no doubt. There are some other things. I, I could say this. It's the will of God that you tithe and, and serve within your, tithe to your church and serve within your church. I know that without a doubt. Bible is super clear on that. 
I know what some dude drinking Mountain Dew in his mama's basement says on the internet, but I know what God says from the eternal throne of heaven. The will of God is the focus of the spirit of God for your life. And it's the place of greatest joy. See, the Bible teaches us, and I'm done. The Bible teaches us that Jesus is making intercession for us to the Father. Hebrews says he's sitting at the right hand of God, making intercession for us or interceding for us to the Father. And the Holy Spirit of God is interceding for us according with the will, to the will of God to the Father. So in the Godhead, which is what we call the Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, God the Spirit, the Godhead is intensely interested in you living a victorious Christian life intensely interested and they're doing it and you say it's so hard to live for Christ not really God has set it up so that it would be as easy as possible can I tell you what's hard living for the world and Satan himself that's hard it seems easy it ends hard some easy decisions. We live in a sin-cursed world, facing difficulties, facing challenges. We need to understand the spirit of God is praying for us to do the will of God. And my prayer for you is that you'll do the will of God. And sometimes God asks you to do really hard things that are challenging. One of the men who's been visiting our church since Easter, a believer, Moved here with a company. They told him this week, he told me at the end of the 830 service, they told him this week in honor of Pride Month, he had to put a rainbow sign in his truck. He's a long-haul truck driver. He goes around the western part of the United States. He said, hey, I'm a believer, and I'm not telling you what you can and can't do, but in clear conscience before God, I cannot do that. They said, well, we don't care. You have to put it in your truck. He said, yeah, you don't understand. I, I can't do that. They said, well, no, no, you don't understand. We don't care. You will put this in your truck. And he said, no, no, you don't understand. I won't put that in my truck. Dude got fired. See, the will of God's really fun and cool theoretical, but what about when it really comes to the rubber meeting the road? Folks, this is why we need the praying and the encouragement and the exhortation of the Spirit of God. There's a bill that's going to fail, but it's a bill in the state of California that was just submitted by the most liberal senator in the state of California, which is saying something. You may have read about it that says, if you as a parent do not agree with and encourage and promote your minor child's desire to transition whatever the age, then they will consider that abuse of the child and CPS will take your kids from you. So what some people say is, well, we're getting out of California. You don't think liberalism spreads? So well, what do we do? Live by the Spirit, 
We live in a sin-cursed world. I'm glad somebody's praying for me. I'm glad somebody's praying for me who knows the spirit of God or who is the spirit of God, who knows the will of God. But here's the deal. As we close this encouraging passage this morning, here's the deal. He's only praying for the saved. If you're here this morning and you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal savior, if you're not sure that if you died, heaven will be your home, if you've never repented, however we can say it to help you understand, you've never repented of your sin and trusted Christ to save you. If you're not sure that, that heaven's your home, you've never accepted Christ as your savior, the spirit's not praying for you, he's convicting you. He's trying to draw you to himself. That's his whole desire and his whole aim. If you're here and don't know Christ as your savior, he wants to save you. He wants to redeem you. He wants to give you eternal life. But his, he's not praying for you in accordance with the will of God. He's praying for you to come to salvation in the person or through the person of Jesus Christ. To understand that you're a sinner to understand you need a savior and to understand there's nothing you or anyone else can do to save you and there's no one else who can save you, that Jesus alone is God the creator who loves you and died for you and that he is the only way, the only truth and the only life. And if you're here today, that's the spirit's message to you. If you're a believer here today, the spirit is saying, hey, I'm praying for God's will in your life. I wanna comfort you. I wanna encourage you. I wanna help you. I wanna promote you. I wanna strengthen you. Do the will of God. Follow the will of God. Live in the peace of God, live in the joy of God. And really that's what the ministry of the spirit is to us in Romans chapter eight, verse 26 and 27. Because we sometimes don't even know how to pray. But I'm sure thankful I have somebody who is praying for me. You've been listening to Canyon Ridge Radio with Pastor Chris Chadwick. Before we go, if you have any questions about what it means to be a Christian, and how to go to heaven after you die, we invite you to visit our website, canyonridgeradio.com, for more information. We hope this episode of Canyon Ridge Radio has been an encouragement to you. Canyon Ridge Baptist Church is a growing church located in beautiful San Diego, California. If you're in the San Diego area, make plans to visit us this Sunday at 8.30 a.m., 10.30 a.m., or 5 o'clock p.m. at 6866 Linda Vista Road. For more information about our church, our pastor, or how to know Jesus as your Savior, visit our website at CanyonRidgeRadio.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.